This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Thursday the 10th of March. Justin, Macca's, Starbucks, mm-hmm. PepsiCo, Coca-Cola. Yep. They've all stopped sales in Russia. Just Who is next? B-Man, Google has plans to buy a cybersecurity company called Mandiant for around 5.4 billion US dollars. Not small. That's not small at all. And the plans to help protect its cloud customers from security threats. Watch this space. Three safe and secure stories today, Justin. (laughs) Let's do it. For our first, airlines have warned that airfares could be about to jump as oil prices continue to rise. And uh, when costs are higher for the airline, Justin, it becomes more expensive for us. (laughs) Just when I was planning my first holiday away after two years, what is the story? (laughs) So we talked about the US and Europe looking at slapping an embargo on Russian oil exports. That was the other day. And now D-Day is here. Yes, it is. The US and EU have banned Russia. Russian oil, gas, and coal imports. But because Russia is such a big exporter of oil, it has a massive effect on supply. And what happens when supply gets crunched, Jazzy boy? Well, my friend, demand goes up and prices go up as well. Crude oil prices are up around $180 a barrel. That is a 13-year high. And Brett, as a result, the average airfare could go up by around 7%, according to the CEO of Qantas. But things should stay put in the short term because Qantas says it's protected from high higher oil prices by its hedging program. So what's the key learning here? To protect airlines from this sudden price increase, they do a little thing called oil hedging. This is where companies enter into contracts mm-hmm. to reduce their risk slash exposure to future fuel prices that may be higher. And Brett, there are a few strategies to do this, but the most common one is to buy up current oil contracts to lock in today's fuel price. Kind of like what we as consumers can do on the 7-Eleven <laughs> fuel price lock. And Brett, that way, even if fuel prices go up in the future, the airline's protected because they're only paying today's hopefully cheaper price. In fact, Justin, fuel generally accounts for about a quarter of an airline's total costs. Qantas has already locked in 90% of its fuel usage until mid-year. 50% for the September quarter and 30% for the December quarter. But from then on in, it's going to be big trouble for Qantas. For our second story, Apple has unveiled a new version of its budget-priced iPhone SE and it's been given a pretty big upgrade. Nice one, Apple. Finally catering to a bit more of the masses. Mm. What is the go here? So Apple has its fancy iPhones Mm -hmm. like the iPhone 13 and the 13 Pro, you know, with all the bells and the whistles as well. But Apple also has its budget-ish version, the iPhone SE. They launched this SE version around two years ago. And you know, it comes with all the basics like a good battery life. An alright camera quality. (laughs) The old fingerprint sensor of years gone by. But Brett, now (laughs) they've given it a little makeover. It'll have the same performance of the iPhone 13 Mm -hmm. and it'll be enabled for 5G. And Brett, it's all part of Apple's plan to bring more customers through its doors. So what is the key learning here? As the market demand for high-end smartphones shrink, Apple has needed (laughs) to diversify away from its upmarket strategy. Enter project, make products more affordable, and then upsell (laughs) on other products. Very catchy project name. So even though the iPhone SE might not be the biggest moneymaker for Apple, it's allowed them to widen their ecosystem. And we know that entering the Apple ecosystem is a lot like living in Alcatraz. (laughs) There is no way out. That is true. So with the iPhone SE, Apple's strategy is to get price-sensitive customers' hands on an iPhone. And then get those customers to subscribe to their other offers. We're talking Apple Music, games, apps, and Apple Pay subscription. And by making the SE better and more affordable, it's even more enticing for new customers. Mm.
For our third and final story, the London Metal Exchange was forced to halt nickel trading after prices more than doubled, and now they're calling it an unprecedented event. The last time I heard the word unprecedented used this much, Justin, it didn't end well <laughs> for the universe. Tell me more. Okay, so I know what you're thinking, Flux fam. What the bananas is nickel? It's the silvery white metal <laughs> with a slight golden tinge. Now, Russia is the world's third largest producer of nickel, and it exports around 17% of the world's top-grade mm. nickel. That is according to Bloomberg. So Brett, while the world's turning its back on Russia, investors are worried that supply of nickel will diminish. But here's the kicker, my friend. Nickel also happens to be in pretty much constant demand. That's because it's used to manufacture stainless steel and lithium-ion batteries, which are crucial for electric vehicles. AKA the trendiest trend of 2021 <laughs> and 2022. So with supply going down and demand going mm-hmm. up, nickel prices are soaring. And Brett, some investors who have been building big short positions in nickel mm. have been waiting for the price to drop. But with the big jump in prices, mm-hmm. the short sellers have been forced to rebuy nickel to cut their losses. So what is the key learning here? We know that shorting is when an investor borrows stock from a broker, sells that borrowed stock, and then buys it back later. The hope is that you sell high, buy them back lower later, mm-hmm. and keep the difference. But a short squeeze is when this all goes pear-shaped. Rather than the shorted stock price dropping, mm-hmm. it actually climbs even higher because of some event. You know, like if there's trouble with one of the world's biggest exporters <laughs> of the asset. Or uh, when the whole Reddit community collaborates to <laughs> pump a stock up like GameStop. But Brett, to pay brokers back on time, the investors with short positions are forced to buy the stock at the high price. Which means they lose out. And it inflates the price of the stock even more. Justin, our dream has always been to hit 200 reviews on Spotify. We're at 177 five-star reviews on Spotify. So help us get to 200. Just 23 more ratings. Thanks for listening and we'll see See you tomorrow.